Phillips to inbound. Williams, the hot shooter tonight for the Clippers. Griffin. Phillips. Yes! Oh, is that great or what? The man out of bounds once again. They ran Butler off of a triple screen, and then they ran another curl, and then when they threw in, they came right back to Chauncey Phillips. Well, as, as you often say, sometimes the most dangerous man is the oh, guy inbound in the basketball. It, it always is. Now just watch this as the ball comes in. Now you're going to see the handoff. Jason Kidd goes down underneath rather than follow Chauncey Phillips. Anytime that the man out of bounds is an offensive guard, you cannot go. You got to follow him over the top. And that's what you love. Phillips did a great job in stepping back to create space. Watch him step back. See, as he steps back, it opened up the shot too far for Terry. And then Jason Kidd gets caught underneath the screen. Chauncey Billups is the most overlooked at point guard in NBA history. I'm not going to say he's over, I mean, underrated, but he's the most overlooked at. Let's talk about it. It's kind of a crime how teams treated Chauncey Billups when it first got into the league. A career 15 points per game scored, 2.9 rebounds, 5.4 assists, with splits of 41, 38, and 89 for his career. Went 6-3-2-0-2, drafted in the first round, third overall to Boston where he was coached by Rick Pitino. You're like, Rick Pitino? Yes, the coach that had all the scandals at Louisville, that won that championship at Louisville, and then they took it away. Yes, that Rick Pitino, who is, in fact, a bad NBA coach. Traded to the Toronto Raptors halfway through his rookie year and then traded to Denver, and then signed with the Wolves in 2000. That's where he got his chance. His first year in the league, I don't understand why he was being disrespected so much. He came in out the gate, 11 points per game, 2.4 rebounds, almost four assists, and almost one and a half steals a game. His first year in Minnesota, 2000-2001, points, a couple rebounds, almost three and a half assists, with splits of 42-37-84. That's where he's starting to get his groove back, playing with KG, develop that bond with KG, develop that little one-two punch. First, uh, that first connection since Marbury left, I want to say. Uh, but his second season in Minnesota is really where uh, 
uh, things got good for him. Bumped up his scoring a little to 12 and a half per game, almost three rebounds and five and a half assists was split to 42, 38, and 88. But it wasn't until he signed with the Detroit Pistons where he got the shine. It's that championship year where he won, where he won finals MVP 03-04. 16.9 points per game, three and a half rebounds, almost six assists and a still a game. Very, very, very underrated defender. But he didn't become a defender until he got to Detroit. And this isn't just my saying. This is from his own running mate at that off-guard position, Rip Hamilton said on a podcast. He said him and him and Chauncey were not considered good defenders until they got to Detroit. Now, granted, this was a statement he was making while trying to prove a point that if Detroit drafted uh, Melo, LeBron wasn't going to take over the East. But I digress. Eight years in Detroit, 17 points per game, six assists, still three rebounds, 42, 40, 89 splits. And now, since he, quote unquote, came onto the scene late, he didn't get an all-star bid until his 05-06 year, which is him at 29 years old with 18 and a half points per game with almost nine assists a game. The one thing I would say about Chauncey Billups is it was an excellent shooter. And we'll get to talk about that uh, in a minute. But he was an excellent shooter. He had about 4.5 three-points attempted in his career. In this era, he would probably take about six to eight threes um, a game just because of the spacing and the freedom to just shoot. The older he got, the more threes he took. And now, his nickname is Mr. Big Shot. That's all Chauncey does. Whether it's his time in Detroit, whether it's when in 08-09 he got traded to the Denver Nuggets for Allen Iverson and helped that team a year later make it to the Western Conference Finals versus the Lakers. But it seemed like the fourth quarter was his time, and that's where Mr. Big Shot came up. Excellent guard, big guard, smart guard, could post you up if he needed to. On a rare occasion, he would post up. There's this play where the Lakers are taking it out of bounds, and Kobe is defending the inbounds underneath the Nuggets basket right before the half of a Western Conference Finals game. I believe it was either game one or game two. Kobe turns his back to the inbounder, which as a coach, I do not preach. I would rather the player shade the inbounder to a side of the floor to throw to. So if you're standing in front of the defender, angle your body a little left or a little right, depending on which way you get the call from. He throws the ball off of Kobe's back and immediately steps inbounds and gets a layup um, to bring either to extend the lead or to bring the lead closer. 
And that's just one of the many plays that Chauncey Billups would break out and need be. I talk about his time with the Nuggets. And I'm going to say this just because. I'm going to say this just because. And I am going to stamp it right now. Y'all remember Melo and AI duo that did that were both in the top five of scoring and at one point during the NBA year, the top two scores in the NBA played on the same team. That's like Luca that's like if Luca and Kyrie both were number one and number two in the NBA in scoring. Yeah, that duo. That mellow and AI duo. That that duo that did absolutely nothing together. And this is my further reason why I am convinced that Allen Iverson is only so high in people's all-time ranking is because of the way he played and the style he played and what he did for the game, not dribbling the ball, even though he was a great player. But they make a trade for Chauncey Billups and they immediately get to the Western Conference Finals. Like, come on, bruh. Y'all can't tell me that AI is a positive player on the court. Yes. Yes, he will get to 35 a game. 33 a game. 32 a game. Yes, he will break someone's ankle. Yes, he will constantly get to the line. But yes, he will also shoot 23 shots to get 35 points. Or 30 shots to get 40 points. Yes, he will clank a couple threes off the front rim. Yes, he will turn the ball over, but he'll also get you some steals. But that does not mean he contributes to winning. You can say, you know what? No, I'm not even going to get into all that because that, that episode is still in the works. In the playoffs for Chauncey in that 09-10 year, 20 a game, Four rebounds, seven assists, 1.3 steals, 45, 46, 90 clips. Amazing. They lose to the Lakers. Lakers go on to win. Melo is a part of that whole issue in Denver where he wants to be traded, doesn't want to wait until the end of the year to get traded. And if we're being honest, if Melo would have waited, Melo would have got to play with Gallinari and Wilson Chandler and just would have made the time he had in New York a little little bit easier. Chauncey Billis was a part of that trade, gets to New York And I felt like he should have stayed in New York. I felt like they should have kept him. The New York Knicks have forever been looking for a point guard. You can go and look at the times in 0506 when they had Jamal Crawford, Steve Francis, and Stephon Marbury, and Nate Robinson all on the same team. That, That right there, I can't even wrap my, I still can't wrap my head around it that at one point an NBA team had Stephon Marbury, 
Steve Francis, and Jamal Crawford all on the same team. That I just I don't know what to make of that, honestly. But he gets amnesty, which in other terms is waived. But you get to stretch out that individual's contract for uh, X amount of time. Gets picked up by the original Lob City, that team that had Mo Williams, Chauncey Billups, Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, DeAndre, Young DeAndre, Karan uh, Buller will soon come. Uh, just pieces upon pieces to win a championship. This is around the time where Chauncey is very well aware that he is slowing down and he is no longer asked to do the most important thing, which is to lead the team physically in points and assists and stuff like that, right? He actually became the best uh, backup PG Chris Paul has ever played with. Now, Phillips' first year in LA, he was the starting two guard, which I thought was an amazing thing. Someone that 6'3", 202 at that time could play the two position. Now, you're an undersized two, which I've actually never said an undersized two unless I'm talking about Allen Iverson. But I just want to throw this name out there as well. When we talk about the best backup PGs Chris Paul's ever had, Darren Collison is also in that mix. Darren Collison played with him in New Orleans. Darren Collison just fits that mold of a solid backup point guard. You put Darren Collison on some of these um, NBA teams that didn't have a great backup point guard but still won the finals, he takes them to that. that At least he – I don't know if he takes that team to the next level, but he absolutely helps out that bench tremendously. But back to Billups. This is where, like I said, he becomes uh, Chris Paul's insurance, Chris Paul's backup, Chris Paul's running mate. Um, plays more shooting guard. That's where his threes jump in his first year with the Clippers, where he's averaging 15 points per game, 2.5 rebounds, four assists, shooting 36, 38, and 89. Splits. Amazing. This is also where he had his most threes attempted in a season. 6.3 threes a game. And this is where I was saying earlier in the episode where the older he got, the more threes he took. That's where I also said where if he was in today's game, he would be taking six to eight threes. Now, if you want to be a super nerd in all you know wellness of that word, not saying it in a negative way because I'm a basketball nerd if you want to just look at say like okay Chauncey at how old was Chauncey let's see hold on give me one second give me one second Chauncey his first year with the Clippers was 35 years old Now, at 35 years old, he was shooting six threes a game. Now, imagine what he would be shooting per game in today's game that year. 
like with that year that he's probably take they probably oh, give him the green light to shoot nine to ten threes a game he probably won't because he had a nice mid-range and can get to the basket get to the free throw line about 4.8 for his career 4.8 that year specifically and making 4.3 he only missed 0.5 percent of his free throws giving him I'm sorry not percent 0.5 of his free throws giving him at 89% free throw percentage he goes down in the first round of the playoff tears his Achilles and it was surely obvious that they needed that second leader now, I had this take that Chauncey Billups is better than Chris Paul. It's kind of a wild take, but it's one of my wild takes. Chauncey Billups is as smart as Chris Paul, doesn't manipulate. And when I say manipulate, people try to use the word manipulate in basketball terms as a good thing. Sometimes I see it as a negative if you're always crying to the refs or... I, I remember this one time I was watching a game. I mean, it was a highlights, uh, but it was a sequence that happened when Chris Paul was in OKC, and it's a close game, seconds remaining against the Timberwolves, and a play uh, Tim- Minnesota Timberwolves player's jersey is untucked. Chris Paul keeps yelling to the refs, his jersey is untucked, his jersey is untucked. That's the delay of game, knowing that the Wolves already had a delay of game and got a tech, and they were down by three created an extra point from Stephen Adams throws a long baseball pass to Dennis Schroeder since the game into overtime. Chris Paul just created a point for his team when they were down by three which got him to two to tie it. Now I, I mean yes that's a unique ability but that's just so annoying. Give me one sec. I'm going to call you back. Um, in the regular season, between Chauncey Billups and Chris Paul, Chauncey Billups is 7-5. and five. Where they average, Chauncey averaged about 18.4 points per game, 32, uh, 3.2 rebounds, 6.2 assists. Chris Paul, 19.3 points, 3.9 rebounds, and 9.7 assists. Yes, Chris Paul has it on that numbers wise. But in the playoffs, Chauncey Billups is 4 and 1 against Chris Paul. If I can't say that Chauncey Billups is better than Chris Paul. He was shown up better than him in the playoffs. He was shown up better than him in the playoffs. Now, I have this thing where basketball, to judge a player's game, you have to do two things and both are at, to me, 
both are at like 50%, maybe one 60, 40, something like that. But it's the eye test. And with the eye test of what I saw just growing up and watching Chauncey Billups, very smart player, underrated defender, made the all defensive team two times, three time all NBA, five time all-star, 04 NBA champ, 0304 finals MVP. Great shooter. One of the best shooters at that point guard position. Uh, Chauncey was really one of the first guards, wasn't the first, but one of the first guards that made it popular for a transition three. Like he gets the rebound or he gets that outlet pass and they're on a fast break and he just pull, pulls up for three. He, he made that popular, uh, if, regardless if you know that or not or think that or not. He was one of the first to do it. He was doing that in his early days in Detroit. Definitely was doing that in Denver and absolutely was torching that three-point line in transition. Uh, in L.A., he was doing more of that in more of a catch-and-shoot role. Uh, I just thought that Chauncey was a great player, great competitor, and if I'm starting a franchise and you're giving me, like, Chauncey, Baron Davis, um, um, who else can I put near that tier? Um, da 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 da. da. No disrespect, but Rajon Rondo, those three. If you give me those three, I'll probably say I want to start my team with Chauncey, and it's not a crazy thing to say. Thank you so much for listening to another episode. I hope y'all enjoyed this. I just be trying to crank them out. Um, but let me know what y'all think. And I can't wait for y'all to hear the next episode. Peace. <laughs> I like that, Rob. Oh my God, I love Rob. <laughs> I love him. Wait, when you-